feet. Knocks off number one, Indiana. Brent Spillane continues to be the hottest thing in college baseball. The Illini win it over Ohio State, 28 to 21 at the Horseshoe in Columbus. Darren for the tie. He got it. Oh, he got it. 80, 80. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Oski Talk. My name is Anthony Pasquale with Patrick Catazone, and for today's episode, we bring in our boss, Tristan. Thank you for joining us. They're coming straight from the Illinois basketball game where we beat the Citadel. And yep. What did you guys think of the game? You want to go first, Tristan? Yeah, I mean, I thought the second half was a lot better than the first half, obviously. Um, we saw the offense start to get in a little bit more of a rhythm. Um, I thought the looks were there in the first half. We just weren't necessarily converting. Um, but when you shoot 0 of 8 from the three-point line, it's obviously not going to look that great. Um, I thought the defense looked amazing. Um, what, they had 20 points at that, 34-20 at the half. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'll take that all day long. It, I mean, it is, granted it is the Citadel, but uh, overall, I just, I want to see this team put two halves of basketball together. I think that's the biggest story so far this season. Yeah, they've established themselves as a uh, second-half team, I feel like, now, um, except for the Arizona game. For sure. Um, that's the outlier, and I, that was the real competition. So that that's kind of a bummer. I don't love that we are we're, we're establishing it as an identity. I, I rather – I mean, obviously it's good to close, but, like, let's, let's play two quarters of game. Um, the three-point shots are – we're not falling tonight. That's just not going to happen. Right. Like, 0 for 8 in the first half. Is good good looks, too. It wasn't, like, four shots. It just won't happen. Um, probably at all. Maybe another time this season. But that doesn't happen on a regular night. So there's a lot of irregularities. I fell in the first. Second looked a lot more clean. But still, I don't know. This this team just looks really rough. And Hampton's going to be a test for sure. They're, they're playing to the level of competition right now, but not necessarily to their potential. Right. I, th I think there's still another another level that they can break through. Yeah, and they're going to win. They, you know, they're they 4-1 now, which is where they should be, really. We mm -hmm. all thought they would be. Um, but it's just like, it, you know, record doesn't really tell everything. That, that's kind of why I feel like this Illinois basketball team's at right now. Yeah, I mean, looking back at the schedule or looking at the schedule before the season started, you'd probably pre predict them to be 4-1 and at this point. Mm -hmm. And winning, what, a 28-point game tonight looks better than, than it was, I think. It wasn't indicative of how Illinois played. But when you have your freshman, Kofi Coburn, leading the way with his fifth straight double-double to start the year. That's four. Four? four? Yeah, you missed one? You missed one against Arizona. Okay, against Arizona. So in Not every Arizona. win Illinois has had, he's had a double-double. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's the recipe. Kofi <laughs> right. just gets rebounds and scores points. 18 points, 17 boards tonight. That guy's something else. He broke the record today for Deion Thomas's uh, freshman rebounding. Uh, single game. Yeah, single game. It was pretty great. And you've was been like saying that you've been wanting a lot more out of the bigs to kind of oh, that's free what it happened up tonight. for the guards. And that was one thing that did happen successfully for Illinois tonight. Yeah, 32 points combined. Um, you can't really ask for a whole lot less than that. 32, I think uh, 27 rebounds combined. Yeah, against so. a team like Citadel, you're going to have the height advantage. And I think that's what we kind of expected to see is Underwood go through the bigs a lot more tonight. And to their credit, they stepped up. The passing was 
better too. I, down yeah, low. for sure. Um, and a lot less turnovers overall. I mean, 13, that's why though. I feel like three in the first half. There were a couple like late in the game, but mm. yeah, they cleaned it up a little bit on that side of the ball. Yeah. One thing I've been looking for is I've been wanting to see. I know you've wanted more out of the bigs. I've wanted more out of the guards. I don't think Io and Trent have really played up to their potential. Io had a pretty good game today, 16 points, but Trent didn't even get into double digits. It's kind of been way too hot and cold for him. Um, I think once the guards get going and the bigs stay the way they are, that's the recipe that Illinois has been searching for. Yeah, I think it's kind of a bummer that Trent is more of a point guard type. He's more of, I wish he was more of a shooting guard. Um, just because when you think about the lineup and how many point guards we have out, we, have, we, play, we play three point guards. Yeah. Um, and what you could do potentially if Trent was the more of a shooting guard. I mean, that's basically two. where they're playing him. But, you know, it's tough with the three point guards like, all on the same floor at the same time. Like, you really wish that one of them could come off the bench. But um, there's really who else on the bench plays right. instead of him. And, I mean, Trent didn't have double digits in points tonight, but I'm pretty sure he led the team in plus-minus at, like, 34 or something like that. I know he had a ton of assists. Um, and that, that's how it's going to be with Trent when he shoots one of four from the three-point line. He's he's probably not going to finish in double digits. But I think the biggest thing with the guards is just getting them all on the same page. I don't necessarily think we've had a game where Io, Andres, and Trent have all been on the same page and played up to their potential tonight was probably the closest one but yeah like you got to take this game with a grain of salt it's the citadel so i don't know there's not a whole lot you can take away from yeah, these not, matchups we didn't learn a whole lot tonight uh, good thing is that we won i feel like that's that's what you come out Ho- hopefully you win by 30 and you don't really learn a whole lot but yeah they covered the spread right yeah by one point yeah can't beat that yeah so illinois Starts off this was it six game homestand beating the Rainbow Warriors from Hawaii and then the Citadel, a bigger test than both of those teams in my opinion is going to be Hampton on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. I actually think Hawaii probably will be the biggest challenge, but Hampton has the best upset ability, just because they're going to shoot the heck out of Illinois. Right, they have the the number two leading scorer in the country right now with one of their guards, so I think that'll be a good test for. Trent probably draws that matchup, so yeah. I'm excited to see how he does against them. But, I, th- I mean, yeah, against these mid-major schools, I think uh, the recipe for success is getting it to the big guys, letting Kofi do his thing, assert his dominance down low, and trying to find Georgie in some sort of rhythm at the four now with Kofi on the four as well. Yeah, and that's one of the things me and Patrick have pretty much said, that until you get into Big Ten play, you're not going to see a guy that really matches up well with Kofi. So and they, physically, yeah, and and even with Georgie too, not a lot of mid-major teams have that kind of height. Mm-hmm. So using that to their advantage is going to be key. Um, but I mean, I'm going to go back to the guard play too. I'd like to see a game where Illinois is just firing the three and kind of going back and forth with Hampton, and then being able to feed the big men as well. I think that could turn into a blowout. Yeah, I guess that's what you could hope for. But uh, like I said, I think Ham's going to shoot the hack out of Illinois. Um, I don't know, you know, we'll see if the, the three-point ball comes back for Illinois because it was definitely not there last night. And Ohio shot one for six from the three-point line. Mm-hmm. Um, the arc, that's pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> he needs to get better at that. I don't think that's something that's going to happen anyways. But he, the fact that he scored 16 points. It was quite 16 points. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't even necessarily know that he finished with 16 points. It just, it was, it was 
the big thing, like the big moment I felt like from this game was Kofi getting the dunk, and then right in between that and the three was an IO layup that went completely unnoticed. But like those are the points that give us the thirty point lead. You know what I mean? Right. It's the little things that IO can do. Yeah, and I don't think I've seen a player for Illinois that can slice a de- defense like IO does, like ever. Especially he, in the open floor. Yeah, he is. He can get to the rim against pretty much anybody in front of him and get the quick twos that nobody realizes that all of a sudden the dude's got 16 points and right. it's a quiet 16 from arguably your best player. Yeah, hopefully we're just getting these uh, bad three-point shooting games out of our system now. Yeah. And then by the time Big Ten play rolls around here soon, we'll be firing. Right back, yeah. I'm, I'm worried about Trent not hitting threes in, in a game where we need him to hit threes. Cause Especially since that's almost turned into, like, his role on the team right like he's not the main scorer anymore now. he's a three-point shooter that plays pretty good defense for a guard but man he always seems to come up in the big moments when you need him doesn't yeah he? he does when you need a shot it, it seems like trent's the one who, who's gonna hit it yeah so um but illinois basketball is not the only team in oh, action yeah. this week <laughs> illinois football, football is returning they're not home but they're at iowa a tough place to play but back off of a bye week They've already clinched bowl eligibility, but like I mentioned in the article I wrote, they can keep padding that resume and getting to a better bowl game, but Iowa's going to be a pretty big test. Yeah, uh, I, I that stat that I released earlier this year about <laughs> us not beating them since 1999 in Iowa City, I think is unreal. Yeah, Whitman um, was on the team. Right. We weren't born yet. Kirk like, Ferentz, that was <laughs> Kirk Ferentz's first year. Yeah. yeah, that's just, it, that's nuts. The bigger thing, though, about this game is, you know how I talk about the P.J. Fleck-Lovey Smith rivalry? The Kirk Ferentz-Lovey Smith rivalry could be a thing. Because 63-0 and is so embarrassing that, like, if he if Lovey comes back this year, then it's a rivalry. You know what I mean? Like, who's yeah. out coaching who? You know? Yeah, but I think last year, they like, it wasn't a matter of coaching. We just got absolutely outplayed in every phase. Right. Well, right. I I mean, as a team, like Lovey's responsible for the Illini. They're, yeah, he's responsible for the sixty-three to zero loss. Yeah. So if he comes back this year and proves himself in Iowa City, then it's a rivalry. Yeah. Like, it goes back to like the PJ Fleck thing starts with the Western Michigan upsetting Illinois in, in twenty sixteen. That's where that whole thing starts. And in twenty seventeen, we beat them in a game they should have won. And then, or, or twenty seventeen, I think they beat us. Anyways, PJ Fleck, we, we come back, we beat the crap out of them on homecoming. Yeah, we, last dad's, year. Dad's weekend last year, and then they come back and beat the crap out of us. You know, that's that's the rivalry. Yeah. Iowa has the same potential of doing that this year. Yeah, I see what you're saying there. I think, um, like, aside from the coaching, I think this would just be a huge win for Illinois to kind of prove themselves. And I know we've been saying it all year, they need to prove themselves, but they're still getting hardly any respect. They're a double digit underdog again Mm -hmm. the last three times they've been that they've won and if you're a double digit underdog you're not supposed to win but Illinois keeps doing it they I think this would be a big game to be like hello like we're here you know yeah there's still time by the way to to pick Illinois to cover the spread so if you haven't done that yeah I I would do it that's uh that's my pick of the week yeah but Vegas might move the line though Still at 15 and a half as it I stands. I feel like they should move the line. Like, I don't see, even if Illinois loses, I don't see them losing by 16 or more. I really don't. No, I think this is within a two-score game, but, I mean, Before 63 we, yeah. to nothing is still in also the back true, of my yeah. mind also haunting true. me. 
I haven't forgotten it. Um, that's the best turning moment, though, too. I mean, for Lovey Smith. Yeah, that's what I was really. saying last year. That, I mean, the, I mean, last podcast, you know, the Wisconsin win, he came and said that was our trademark win, but the Iowa was loss the was like loss. the trademark loss. Right. And being able to say a full calendar year later and they're bowl eligible with a chance to play Iowa and ultimately pass them in the Big Ten West standings, I probably would have said you were crazy last year, but that's a very real thing for Illinois right now. Yeah. Let's get more in, into the, the preview of the game. Um, talk a little bit about quarterback, running back, the offensive line. Uh, first of all, I feel like the, the headline of this week is going to be A.J. Uh, Espinosa. Um in a line, almost in a line, like in a, almost in a line, I commit. Yeah. We should have gotten him. He's a Chicago guy. The fact we didn't get him was ridiculous. Um, He's an Edwardsville guy. Edwardsville, yeah. There you go. Uh, we should have gotten him. We should have gotten him. Now he's playing Imagine for Iowa. Imagine how scary that defense would look with Bobby, him. Yeah, Bobby Roundtree and AJ would have been plus Wole, and then the linebackers you have secondary that's playing very well that's this a lot year. of what ifs i don't know if we bring yeah. in yeah. Wall, I, if what we if... have epinesa on this roster already exactly but yeah. the tandem of roundtree and epinesa would have been nice the the big what if not right now is what if we beat eastern michigan what if we beat nebraska and we're 10 to i mean <laughs> then we don't beat wisconsin you know what i mean like it's, yeah the, the season played out the, the way the season played out uh, but back to this defense. The defensive line for Iowa is going to challenge Reggie Corbin a lot, and I wouldn't be surprised if he only gets forty rushing yards again this week. Yeah, but that's okay. Like the Illini have proved that they don't need Reggie to go for a hundred and a score to win. Like they beat um, Michigan State using pretty much just Brandon Peters' arms and Josh Bebe. They don't need Reggie to go for a hundred because Dre Brown can do it too. Like. This offense has shown that it's much deeper than we expected, even though they really only have one real pass-catching threat in Bebe. But the way that connection has worked with him and Peters and the way the run game is just balanced with whether it's Corbin or Brown or even Rayvon Bonner, I think, like, we talked to Reggie Monday. He's okay with being a decoy if it yeah. means the team keeps winning, and that might just be the recipe again. Yeah. I think this team's super resilient. I think that's the word for it. Um, I'm excited to see just how they make the game competitive because they've proved they can the last four weeks we've seen it. It, it doesn't look like it, but all of a sudden the defense gets going, uh, a turnover, um, nice field position, sets up the offense, and right before half we're, we get a score that's huge for the momentum. So I'm, I'm excited to see how we stay in this game um, I don't necessarily know how it's going to be, but you have to keep in mind that I was coming off of a huge emotional win, like upsetting Minnesota, spoiling their perfect season. I mean, they were in the top 10, and, and that's a lot. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I I think this could be a letdown game for them. I hope it's a letdown Trap game. game. I, I'm not saying it is, but I, I hope so. Yeah, and, and it kind of just looks that way. It was the, the Purdue game for us where – um, you, you're riding the highs of beating Wisconsin. You're not quite ready for a Purdue team, but Illinois stepped up to the challenge. The weather also stepped up yeah, to the challenge. Yeah, <laughs> we needed that big. But, I mean, you can hope for the same thing, I guess the opposite thing to happen to Iowa this week. It's kind of set up that way. That was their season-defining win, and they're bowl eligible and everything like that already. So who's to say they're not overlooking Illinois? 
they shouldn't, but they might be. Yeah, and and two of this, I, I the big the big guy that is going to determine the game is, I, in my opinion, Nate Stanley, who's been at Iowa. Lovey said, what do you say? He Nate Stanley's been at, at Iowa. It seems like forever. Yeah, he's been the quarterback for God knows how long. Probably three years now. I think he's been starting. He started as a sophomore. Yeah, um, so third year. Yeah. yeah, so this is third year. Uh, can Illinois get the turnovers against him specifically to win the game? Because that's what's that that has been the key for the entire season. Wisconsin, um, I'm trying to think. Purdue turnovers, uh, Michigan State Michigan the turnovers. State, that's the big right. That's yeah, the big one. I mean for me it's it comes down to the fact like I think if they would have played this game last week and Illinois didn't get a bye, they'd probably get smoked because they were very injured and not healthy at all. Mm-hmm. But getting that extra week to relax, maybe it means Wole's back. Maybe it means Hansen's back. Like, to, like whatever injuries that people can heal up from, especially after Iowa's coming off a game where they got beat up by Minnesota and ended up winning a super emotional game, I think it's it's could be in the cards for Illinois to come out with yet another upset. Something's got to give. I mean, Illinois, this is a defense that's proved it's going to turn you over and they're going to capitalize on it. But at the same time, I was an offense that's not going to turn it over. And I, I want to say they're like the fourth fewest penalized team in all of FBS. So they're not going to beat themselves. So something's got to give here. Um, I, I just I hope it's the defense. I, I hope they step up and continue doing what they've been doing on this winning streak. Yeah, it looks a lot like the Wisconsin game to me, where you're you're playing a very fundamentally sound team, not a ton of like explosive playmakers, um, but a team that's not going to make a lot of mistakes. You really have to earn the win, um, and we'll see if Illinois can do that. Yeah. On that note, uh, we might as well get into some score predictions. Uh, Tristan, you want to go first? Oh, special uh, guest. Okay, I'm definitely taking Illinois to cover the spread. I'm going to say 34-27 Iowa. Oh, man. You're asking me to go? This is good. Yeah. This is good. Because um, I'm Mr. Optimist. I'm going to go right. last this time. Big pessimist here. Um, I actually think this is going to be a bigger blowout for Iowa than we'd expect. I think it'll be 42-21. Iowa's offense will control us. We don't don't get turnovers, and we lose because we don't get turnovers. And it's a repeat of the Nebraska game, except no turnovers. They run it all over us. It could be that, or it could be a nine to six like <laughs> loss as well. Yeah, well, Iowa is so unpredictable with that. I picked, um, I picked Illinois to win every game so far this year, <laughs> except Wisconsin, and they won that game. Right. And that podcast, I said if Illinois wins this game, I'm picking them for the rest of the year, and they've been right ever since. So, so I'm going to stick with them um, still. I think, I think Illinois proves that they're better than even we think they are. Um, and I think they well, also a win versus Iowa would certainly do. Yeah, that. right. And, and it seems like you have only one one way to go. Yeah, the the win against Wisconsin was huge, and it was like the program changer, but it didn't really prove anything. I think this one would be the one that really proves something because Iowa's a proven team, and if Illinois can beat them, I'm gonna say they win twenty three to twenty two. Kind of an unorthodox score, but I think if they're gonna win, they're gonna have to pull it out. 
um, and I think they'll do it. I don't, it's, I don't think it's going to be super high scoring. Both teams have pretty good defenses. Like we said, Iowa doesn't make a ton of mistakes, but they are going to turn it over, I'll say, twice, and Illinois wins by just a point. I mean, I hope I'm wrong. I've guessed wrong a lot. I'm, I'm in, I'm, I have a negative record, <laughs> Yeah, which is a bummer because I'm not guessing us to win. I think like I'm 500. You no, you're I, five. And, I'm five and five because the one win that they had, I picked them to lose. Right, so you have six wins. Oh, yeah, so you are five I'm and five. I'm five and five. I must be like three and five. Yeah, <laughs> three and seven. I had them in the first three games, so I was two and one for a little bit. I don't know. Well, well and they I'll post it on And they should have won that game, and they should have won Nebraska, but that's neither here nor there. I think I guessed them to beat Nebraska, too, and they lost that, so I was two and two. I don't know. Then, <laughs> I, gave, then I gave up after that. Yeah, well, that'll do it for, <laughs> <laughs> for this episode go. of Oski Talk. Thanks a lot to Tristan for joining us on this episode. Um, I guess that's all we have. That's I-O-L. all we have. I and I. Wow. <laughs> that was pathetic. I was going to say, one more time. Cut. do you go I-L-L? Like, how yeah. are we going to do cut, this? Cut. It's I-L-L. I and I.